everybody, it's the Board Game Mechanics. I am Joel. With me, as always, is... Hey guys, what's going on? It is Jason. Very bland, very vanilla uh, introduction there, but that's okay. You gotta do those sometimes. Yep, I agree. Hey Jason, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas in October, yep. <laughs> We're doing our Christmas special because we have some cool things planned uh, for before Christmas here coming up. So, uh, Jason and I are going to be hitting the top 100. We've been teasing it for a little while. That starts next week. So, because 10 weeks from now spans Christmas, we're going to do our Christmas show this week. And we figure this gives people a chance to do some shopping based on our really prime spot on grade A suggestions that we're going to make here today. Yeah, I know I have some good ones. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about the news and what we played or didn't play uh more on that in a bit and lots of just wackadoo good times you know so uh thanks for hanging out thanks for being a friend and i i kind of hope this show feels like you're just listening to a couple guys talk about war games that's kind of the vibe we go for so just enjoy this next half hour car trip or whatever you've got going on oh this is gonna be a quick show if it's a half hour uh and just enjoy hanging out with us. Listen to us talk about something we enjoy. Okay, so let's get started with some news. Um, I did some Kickstarter perusing this week, and I found two games that kind of tickled my fancy a little bit, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about those. The first game is a game called Pandemane. Pandemane, I'm not sure how you say it, but it has a colon, and then it also has a subtitle called Traditional Farmer's Bread. And the only reason I put this on here is because it looks dry and boring as all get out, and I love it, and I think I kind of want to back it. So from what I could read, it was a, it's a worker placement game where you're trying to bake bread for the Catholic Church, and you're trying to be the Catholic Church's favorite baker. It's kind of a weird theme, but it's kind of neat at the same time. So if you like, it looks like a dry Euro. If you like dry Euro worker placement games, maybe go check this out. It's on Kickstarter for 13 days to go, and it's $53 for a copy of the game. You're the only person whose fancy was tickled by this game, probably. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't funded. It's <laughs> pretty low on the funding. <laughs> uh, this is almost like a bet. Like, I'll bet I could put a game on Kickstarter about baking <laughs> bread for the Catholic Church, and it would fund. It does actually look really cool. Like it has some nice components and stuff, but yeah, I just I don't really know how the game plays because they were just videos that didn't tell me, and I didn't have time to watch the videos. But it's worker placement, so I kind of had the gist of what's going on there. So can I can I tell you about a game I saw this week, Jason? I hate to interrupt, but this game's just so freaking good, and I'm I'm gonna get an email out to them to see if they'll get me a review copy because I don't think I'd, I'd buy it. Does it have unicorns in it? No. Okay, good. Um, you you may no. you may proceed. Dude, that game looks amazing. I don't know why you guys are giving me hate on that. <laughs> it really does. You're right. It does. <laughs> so this game's called Fantasy Ranch, and it's like the most heavy Euro game ever playing horsies. I don't know. It's It looks stupid, but uh, it's stupid awesome. So I'm going to see if the folks at Fantasy Ranch will... Uh, well, I don't know, man. This is It looks crazy enough, and it's bizarre enough that I might... I, I'm okay. I'm not going to let them know this because I'm hoping they'll send me a copy, but I might pay my own real money to buy this game because it looks crazy. Is this on so, Kickstarter? No, it's just a game. Oh, okay. All right. So, not news, but kind of news because it's just bizarre games are happening, like where you make bread for the horses that pull the chariot for the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You got, you got bread, you got popes, 
You got horses? Yeah, I'm in, dude. And you gamble on the horses who are actually unicorns. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, so now I'm going to talk about the second game, moving on from the Catholic Church. Uh, we'll, we'll move on to Cats. So this next game is called Calico, and it's on Kickstarter with 26 days to go. It's $29. And this is a, a tile game where you're trying to create different patterns to make like rugs, I think. And you're trying to get these buttons and you're trying to get spaces for your sleeping cats to lay. And I saw my buddy Brandon and his wife play this at Origins this year at just some random table. The designer had it and it looked kind of neat. And when I saw it on Kickstarter, I thought, huh, maybe I'll talk about that. So if you like tile games, you like cats and you like quick little 30 minute games, maybe go check out Calico. 26 days to go. Go get it. Very cool. Um, Meeple Source has a insert for Wingspan. So that's at least one person who listens to this show will feel a need to get that. <laughs> yeah, that's, not, that's, that's not your wife because she doesn't listen. Beloved. Uh, she, oh, she does. Oh, does she? she yeah, she's got to get the accounts up, man. So the other thing too, Jason, we hit the top 500 in the gaming category on, on uh, Apple Podcasts. So that's pretty cool, man, to be honest. That is cool. Yeah, I, I dig that. So we will have a Kickstarter out at some point um, where we, I don't know what we kickstart, to be honest. We we won't. I was just lying right then. Okay, Jason, I, I just felt like I needed to talk for a while and I didn't have anything to say. Sorry. <laughs> we'll, we'll auction off dates to one lucky winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, I, I think we'd make more money if we auction off a date with Picorni. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> Who wants to go out with a sexy firefighter? All right, so I got to play a couple games. Actually, I played about six or seven games this weekend, and one was actually a party game. I know, big surprise, but I do love party games. So that game is called Just One, and I don't know if you've played this one or not, but what this game is is you're flipping up a card that has five words on it. Someone is gonna, someone's going to be a guesser. They're going to say a number. Everyone else is going to write down a one-word clue to describe the word that this person pick the number four. So say the, the word is uh, tree. Everyone else is going to write down one word to help that person guess the word tree without writing down the same word. Because every time someone writes the same word as someone else, they cancel each other out. And the person guessing is going to have less words to try to help them discover the clue. That's the whole game you're going to play over. I think you play 13 rounds, which it may be less if you get stuff wrong. It takes away an extra card. And you're all playing co-op, and you're just trying to get the highest scores possible to go from, like, you suck to you're okay to wow to awesome to perfect. So if you like party games and you want something that's actually pretty easy to teach, pretty easy to play, maybe go go check out Just One. Yeah, this one, um, I've had a chance to play it a couple times, and I haven't. Um, but I've only heard good things about it from people who have played it. And you hate party games. For you to... Be willing to talk about it in anything other than a completely negative way means that it must be pretty good. Yeah, I actually did really enjoy it. I had a great time playing it. That's awesome. I meant to check this one out. It just looks so similar to so many other games like it, but it, it seems like it's better. It seems like it does what it does better. So something I may have to be checking out for sure. All right, Jason. I played a game. It was a bargain bin game from Origins a couple years ago. So this is one that... I'm not sure if it's around or if it's a dollar or what it is, but it's called Tin Goose and it's from Rio Grande Games. And it's an auctioning game where you're basically developing an airlines in the 1930s. 
pretty cool game because it has this auction mechanism where you only get one bid. So if you're putting something up for auction, you have to put up a bid that you think is a price you'd want to pay, but no one's going to bid higher than it because it only goes around one time and then you're done. And like, so if you put a thing out for 25 bucks, you say, you know, I'm, I'm bidding 25 bucks on this. Then if it's you, you and, uh, you, me, and, you know, person X or whatever playing, then you have an opportunity, Jason, to say, you know, I'll do 30. And now all of a sudden I know I've lost. Like, I can't bid 35. Like, I can only get one bid on this thing. So it's kind of an interesting combination of, like, putting up things that you kind of hope other people will buy at prices you think they'll buy um, to try and get them to spend their, you know, capital um, and trying to put things up at a price that you want to buy it for and, and you think you will get it, but you're not overpaying for. So a really interesting auction game. Um, Pretty, pretty cool, really, to be honest. So, um, Tin Goose, uh, not bad. And this game, this game got me thinking about Rio Grande games. What's, what was the last game Rio Grande put out that you were like, oh man, that game looks amazing? Like, I can't think of anything they've put out in 2019 that I'm just like blown away by or anything. I can't even actually name anything, probably. Yeah, I have no idea. The last game I have from them is Santa's Workshop, and I don't think that's from this year. Yeah, that's wild, man. So, I mean, they were the hot company for a while with Dominion and, um, all those things. And I don't know. I don't know what happened there. So, um, I don't know. I think maybe just things slowed down or other people started doing what they do, but, um, this one's from Rio Grande and they're a good company really, to be honest. So, um, just kind of curious what's going on with them. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoy a lot of the games, a lot of their games that I've played. I think they're all good games. I think part of it is they still make games like it's 1990, the way they look and that that's only going to fly for so long. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I kind of have, I got some new shelves and I'm kind of grouping things up by a publisher. And that's what made me think about them a little bit. Um, I have, actually, I played two games from them in the last week. Um, so maybe I will talk about another game, but I mean, I've got them all grouped together and I'm like, those are really good games that I really liked in their day. And just, they're all five to 10 years old. So just pretty wild to see them kind of change. Yeah, I agree. That's crazy. Oh, I know. Concordia Venus. There you go. That's the the house that Concordia is keeping alive, kind of. Yeah. Well, it's because like that's a PD game, right? And I mean, like they imported it. Correct. So I think yeah. they're just they're they're importers, is what they are. But I mean, yeah, it's pretty wild. I think that there's so many companies that have distribution deals with other companies now. It's it's not a novelty to get a European game here anymore. All right. So the next game I'm going to talk about is from the company Kids Table Board Games. I think KTBG. And it's by Josh Capel, and I'm pretty sure he does the art as well. And it's called Rec Raiders. Um, this is a family plus game, maybe, but it's a worker placement game, kind of a area majority game, where you're sending your divers out to these four different locations on this map, this underwater map, and you're trying to collect different colors of artifacts to form different types of sets on your player board. So you may go down and get a purple artifact. You can use it in one of two ways. You can flip it face up to use it for the type of good that it is. Like it's going to be a different kind of gem. You're trying to either collect all three different kinds of gems, or you can use it face down where it's just purple. And you're trying to create these different collections that you're going to put in like an exhibition to score a pile of points. You're going to do this until one person has four, Um, completed exhibitions and whoever does that is going to trigger the end of the game and everybody else gets one more turn. Along with all of that, you're also trying to build these aquariums, which are basically just 
another way to get points. And you're trying to get a base of an aquarium, a middle of an aquarium, and then you're going to get a top of an aquarium that's going to give you points based on what type of middle and bottom you have. So it's a really fun game. It's kind of point salady. It's not super mean. It's a f- friendly game. So I-, I dig that. And it looks gorgeous. So if you get a chance, go check out Wreck Raiders. Cool. Uh, it looks neat. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know much about this game, to be honest. Um, but it, it looks really neat. Um, so you endorse this one as well. Yeah, this one's super fun. I would, if I could, well, I can find it on Amazon, but if I find it on discount somewhere, I'm definitely going to pick it up because I had a great time. That's cool, man. Um, huh. And it seems like a little bit like lighter and for what you would enjoy, but that's cool. Yeah. It's a family weight set collection game, but it looks nice and it's fun. So I like that. Uh, Jason, I played a game from a long, long time ago. Uh, it is called Boxcars, and it's from Rio Grande as well, and I kind of forgot I played it. So um, this one year basically is a really long game. This app makes it much quicker. Hey, it's cool that that train sound effect that I put <laughs> in the background just happened to go right now. I, know, um, I heard that. I was like, is that a coincidence? Uh, no, that's uh, definitely a train going by right now. <laughs> I have my window open because it's, you know, nice fall weather. So uh, enjoy that train sound. I'm going to do this as an ASMR thing from now on. <laughs> you jump on the train and enjoy your ride hearing the click and clacking of the tracks. Your destination is unknown. Choo-choo. You, you don't know where you're headed. You lie back in your pile of hay. Here's the hay rubbing against your hair. <laughs> It's getting a little creepy now. <laughs> um, if you guys want to hear more ASMR videos from me, um, then don't do our Patreon because if it's <laughs> that's how our Patreon's going to work. We're going to blackmail people with every podcast episode. We'll have 10 minutes of ASMR unless we meet our Patreon goals. And the creepy part, the worst part about this is we don't have a Patreon. So, like, I guess we're going to have some ASMR in every, every episode from now on. <laughs> I'll have to get the stereo microphone out so people can really get that good ASMR effect. Um, I don't really understand ASMR at all. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, boxcars is cool. You're buying train tracks, basically like parts of, of routes. And then people have to pay to use your tracks. But then also you're trying to make deliveries using your own tracks largely. Um, so you're buying these train lines up and then you're you're trying to color coordinate your route mostly using your own lines but knowing that you have to do different junctions and take different routes and it's a game from the 70s so it feels kind of clunky at times but it's a pretty cool little game um a little long i think one way that i shorten the game and i think it makes it better is there's different kinds of trains you can get and the train that can go like three lengths of the track like three segments is called the super chief and everyone starts with a super chief when i play and it kind of breaks the game but it makes it much quicker and much more fun so What's 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 the deal with that? Just yeah, do it. Just do a homebrew to make your games fun. So that's that. I actually, to be honest though, Jason, I have a lot of time next week to play games, and I haven't had time to play games otherwise. So here are the following shelfy of shames that I'm going to say that I might play next week. To leave a comment, tell me which one I should definitely play. Jason, I want to hear from you too. Uh, Ex Libris is on there. I like that. That's good. Asgard. Ooh, I, on there. I really like that one. Cargo Noir on there. I love that one. Root. Eh. Mystery Express. So those are the ones that I'm looking at playing next week. I probably will get a couple of those played. Um, a lot of review stuff has to get done next week too, though. But which of those games should I own in, in Teotihuacan? Which one of those should I get played next week? So that's 
leave a comment letting me know over on Facebook on the YouTube video or on, on the podcast or um, send it to send it to my MySpace page uh, myspace.com forward slash wacky Joel's mohawk haircut <laughs> I think you should play Cargo Noir yeah you think so yeah I actually played that again this weekend and I had a good time playing it I've heard such mixed reviews about it that it's I mean it's basically an auction game right pretty much yeah but it looks really nice <laughs> okay then I mean like honestly that'll probably be a big hit with my wife yeah i mean and it's not you don't always have to do auctiony things there's a little board in the middle that you can go there and do things without having to spend any money so it gives you some nice options my and my wife really is a sucker for a cute game and like i know the little boats in there are adorable so i mean like i don't know and that one was kind of like high on my i really want to get it played list and it was one of those ones too that it was kind of in the back of my closet and now that it's on my new shelf i'm like looking at it going yeah why haven't i played that one yet so yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you'll like it or not. I like it, but I, I'm I'm unsure if you will love it. Yeah. Um. I also have a What's Your Game game showing up this week, too, hopefully. So maybe I'll get that uh, one played. I'll, I'm going to tease that one a bit. Yeah, I want to play that game. All right. Well, anyway, that was my little bonus bit there. I was hoping to have a short episode tonight, but that's not happening. So anyway, um, just because this boy, this, this good podcast boy is very, very tired with real life stuff, but I don't know. This is kind of creating energy for me, making me feel happy. So let's keep going. <laughs> hey, Jason. Yeah. Remember when you were a kid and you got that good, good wish book catalog from Sears and it had all the toys in it. You'd flip through and find all the good ones. I do remember that. Except it was JC Penney's for me. Oh, was it? Yeah. Um, and then, like, as you hit 13, you flipped to different parts of the catalog and enjoyed those, too. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> All the 80s kids will remember that. Uh, um, those pre-internet days were hard, man. <laughs> so. Oh, man. This is our Christmas buying guide for, for all y'all. After so. we just talked about some naughty stuff. <laughs> all right. Uh so, hey, that was me confessing. That was me confessing what 13-year-old Joel did, okay? Um, all right. So my game for a kid, this is our first category, game for a kid. <laughs> for the kids, you know, just like this show's been. Just like that extra section in that catalog. So my game for a kid, I was going to put the one you, you changed to, actually. Uh, but then I was like, ah, maybe not. Fairy Tile is the one I'm picking, though. It's kind of a cool little game. It's got little miniatures in it that are already painted. You're laying these tiles down. I'm um, just trying to get these different cards to play out in a way that satisfies what the princess or the dragon or whoever wants to to do uh so in the night so it's kind of cool it teaches kids how to read um or gets them reading a little bit but then also it just makes them think about like logical steps they would need to get accomplished to make these things happen so kind of a cute little game uh fun little game fairy tile i think you could play it with maybe a six-year-old so uh that's my game for kids from yellow games fairy tile nice um i haven't played that one yet but it looks it looks pretty neat the game i picked is not a super gamery game but it is fun, and I played it a ton with both my little girls, and it is Lupin Louie, or Lupin Chewy if you like Star Wars, whatever. So what this game is, is there's a little guy in a Red Baron plane. He's flying around trying to attack your chickens. You're hitting this little lever to try to defend your chickens from getting knocked out. You play it in about 32 seconds. It's fun. It's shouldn't be as fun as it is, but I really enjoy it, and I think a lot of other kids would like it too. So Lupin Louie, and I'm pretty sure that's from Spin Master or Hasbro or one of those two. It's a mass market game that you can buy anywhere. So yeah. go check that out. 
the new edition that you can afford is Spin Master, and it was actually super cheap on Target.com for a long time. So that's where I got that's it. A good, a good value buy too. Um, this one's awesome. This game is really fun. It's on my shelf. Like I don't even have any like shame about this one um, because it's super quick to set up, super fun to play. Uh, and this game makes people yell, oh, no, more than any other game I know. It really because it, you, you get so competitive playing it. It's really fun. And, like, I'm I'm guessing, like, your little one could play this one no problem. So Oh, yeah. Uh, She's beaten me a couple fun. times. Yeah. Just a fun little game for sure. Well, so Lupin, Louie, and Fairytale, our game for a kid. Uh, Jason, let's move into something a little heavier here. All right. A game for a gamer. Oh, yeah. So this is... This is one that I picked like a good middleweight game. There's a game, a couple games that I like better than the one that I put on here that have come out this year. But if I had to pick just a good square, like this game's rock solid and it's something that people who play games are going to enjoy with broad appeal. I'm picking Black Angel. Like that's my pick. I, I know maybe people would say, well, just get Twa with uh, the ladies expansion. And I think that probably is as good or maybe even better. I'll even... I'll even concede that. But Black Angel is really good as well. So Black Angel, you're playing as the artificial intelligence that runs this spaceship that's delivering DNA through space to a mystery planet. Um, but your DNA is your not your DNA. Your AI is trying to upgrade itself, and it's sentient, and it keeps getting better and better. And you're doing little worker placement trades with uh, these other little alien colonies that are out in space. And a lot of really cool little things in there, but it's dice, dice basically... Uh, almost drafting like you have your own dice that you can use as workers but then people can draft them uh as well and so they have to just pay you a point like a victory point so uh black angel yeah i haven't played that one yet i have played twa so i've heard it's similar so i kind of understand how this game works a little bit but i would say this is a very good pick and i would like to play this i'd like this to be given to me as a game for a gamer on christmas so yeah i like it there you go it's space though jason that's true but it's basically a dice drafting game. All it right. really is. <laughs> All right. So mine is probably the best game that I've played in 2019 that hasn't even come out yet. And it is called Trismegistus, the ultimate formula. And this is not a midweight game. This is a pretty heavy, beefy game. So I'm, I went to the heavy side of the spectrum for mine. And I've talked about this one before. You're trying to transmute these goods to fulfill these experiments and you're doing that through some cool dice drafting mechanisms it's from the same guy who does newton um zolkin and i believe council of four maybe so the italian design collective that i dig a lot so trismegistus the ultimate formula is my pick for a game for a gamer category man i watched your review of this and it looks like it's simple you're just trying to like transmute materials to like do set collection kind of, but there's so many complicated little like decisions, well, not complicated, but just intense decisions you have to make about, okay, am I going to turn my, my copper into tin or, I mean, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I didn't even play it obviously, but it's just a really interesting looking game for sure. Oh yeah. It's, it's by far the best game that I've played of 2019 and I think other gamers would dig it for sure. Cool. Uh, stocking stuff for Jason. This is my hipster pick for sure. Uh, Tussie Mussy by Elizabeth Hargrave, uh, maker of Wingspan. This is her new little uh, kind of like a I split, you decide kind of thing with flowers and little powers on the flowers. Um, but the unique little twist on this one is you have one card kind of face down, one face up, and they have to decide 
what's going to happen there. So it's kind of a unique little take on that. Um, kind of a cool little game, but it's super cute. has really great little art. It's a tiny game. Um, and it comes in this little vinyl wallet that reminds me of like little like business card holders from the eighties that my dad, the realtor used to carry around in his pocket. So, I mean, like it comes in this little tiny vinyl wallet and you could throw it in your purse or bag or whatever, or a stocking and it would go anywhere. So my stocking stuffer pick is Tussie Mussy, the sophomore release from Elizabeth Hargrave. Did you get this already? Yep. Yeah. I saw that. I didn't realize this was from Button Shy. Yeah. Which is because they do all those little games and that's, I just thought it was an independent thing. So that's kind of neat. Yeah. It just comes in this ugly little wallet that looks like it's from a trade show. Yeah. (laughs) But it's a cute game inside that wallet. So nice. Good pick. Yeah. All right. So my stocking stuffer is you may have to have a bigger stocking, but you can still get it in there, I think. And that is Bonanza by Uwe, Uwe Rosenberg. And this is a game all about collecting sets of beans, different types of beans planting them in a field, trying to harvest them after you have a certain amount to get a certain amount of money. And you're going to do that over three rounds, and whoever has the most money is the winner. It's all cards. Um, it's easy to play. It has a little bit of everybody always playing because there's like an auction and some trading. So even when it's not your turn, you're still in it. And I think it goes over well with everybody that I've ever played it with. So that's my stocking stuffer pick. Bonanza. Oh, that's a pretty cool, pretty cool pick there, Jason. Uh, make sure it's the fireproof stocking because that nasty smoke <laughs> bean will kite, catch your uh, catch your stocking on fire. That's so, true. He's a he's a nasty boy. He is. <laughs> uh, games for lovers. Game to give your significant other. Uh, my pick on this one is the romantic game Ticket to Ride Nordic <laughs> Countries. Um, Actually, this one's a really good pick because it's like snowy and Christmas looking and it's really, really cute that way. But this is the Ticket to Ride game that's made for two or three players. And so the map's a little tighter on it. It's got a couple of interesting things on it, too. It's basically Ticket to Ride Europe, but then there's a couple of things that are kind of interesting. There's one route that's really long, and it's worth a ton of points. So that's kind of an interesting way to score points in this game. And then there's just it's, – it's a really neat map, how it's just balanced out for lower player counts, and I really enjoy it. Also, my wife is from Svenska. I think that means Sweden. Um, so uh, – in Swedish. Uh, so this is the one that we play to warm up our, our palates to going Ike- to Ikea and getting some delicious meatballs. So um, <laughs> this is this is Ticket to Ride Nordic Countries, uh, a favorite of my wife and I. Yeah, I struggled with this one. I, I play so many games with just Katie, two players. So I was thinking, you know, any of these games, if you're playing two players, you could have a game for the significant other. And I didn't want to do And Then We Held Hands or Fog of Love or whatever. So... The one game I picked that we played a ton of that I kind of enjoyed just us hanging out and playing games, and that's Seven Wonders Duel, which is a two-player mm. only version of Seven Wonders. Um, you're playing similarly. You're drafting some cards off this shape that's in the middle of the table, and it changes shape every round. And you're trying to just build a better civilization than your opponent. You're also trying to be you, you're trying to be the first person to build four wonders because then the other person can only build three. It's going to help you have more points at the end of the game and. This is a super fun two-player game, probably one of my favorites. So this will be my pick for the game for the significant other category. Very cool. Final one, Jason. Games for a video gamer. And I picked Boss Monster Rise of the Many Bosses because this one's got that pixely art in it. It kind of is like a side-scrolling video game a little bit. 
Um, kind of a fun little game. And then the Rise of the Mini Bosses adds a little touch of complexity, adds to that base boss boss monster kind of game this is the newest one of their standalone games they have um and i think it's really it's kind of neat it's just the way how the mini bosses work make the game just kind of a little more cool and a little more fun so boss monster rise of the mini bosses but really any of the boss monster games are cool for video gamers yeah i played this a long time ago but i can't really remember but yeah i think this would definitely be if nothing else it would have a good nostalgia factor where like oh yeah i remember playing mario on nintendo and this game is awesome so yeah that kind of cool factor it's like 10 bucks so i mean like most video gamers are ungrateful anyway so like they won't waste your money i'm projecting the video gamers in my life are that way so (laughs) there probably are good video gamers out there but i'm gonna be a pretentious board gamer and say they're ungrateful so (laughs) it's it's a good cheap game yeah that's cool uh, I struggle with this because I don't. I haven't played a lot of the games that are based on video games, and I don't play a lot of video games, so I don't really know. But my pick is um, a two. I don't think it's just two player, but it's a card drafting fighting game, and it's called Carthage. So I picked this for people that like like Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, that type of thing. So in this, you're doing a little bit of deck building, and you're using those cards through the deck building to move these little dudes on a map around to try to knock out your opponent. Whoever can knock out the opponent first is the winner. So I think this might give the video gamer that likes those fighting games a little bit of that feeling, but also give them a little bit of the board game feeling with the deck building and minis dudes on a map. So my pick for this is Carthage. See, I sort of had a hard time with only picking one game on this one. And so it's just how we're opposites. So so uh, you can take those reviews down that say you think Jason and Joel are the same person, except for one's a voice changer. And makes the voice high and squeaky. That's mine. I have a high voice like a flute. Uh, <laughs> uh, see, I could I could have picked some other ones, but I haven't played them. So yeah. that's where I was struggling. Is I had like eight I could have picked, but I haven't played it, so I don't know if they're good or not. Super Dungeon Explorer, Custom Heroes, uh, Pixel Link. Oh, yeah, I have played both of those. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just thinking. There's a few more I would put on there, too. Uh, yeah, Millennium Blades, maybe even. Sentinels of the Multiverse. Yeah, there's just a lot of kind of cool, like, I don't know, whatever. But, yeah, uh, I stick with mine, Boss Monster. So, cool. Uh, well, hey, guess what? Next week it starts, you guys. Um, so, I'm also kind of hoping we might be able to introduce a new segment where we have, uh, I don't know, maybe a new little segment might be happening next week. So, stay tuned. I think you guys will enjoy what's coming up here. Uh, we do that Top 100 thing uh, that we do once before, but every year of the show. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty fun though. We'll talk about twenty games. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna hit right into it. So, um, I'm not sure. I don't remember what we did. I think we don't skip news, but we might skip what we played a little bit. Um, br- maybe bring it down to one game even. So, but we get right into it, man. So, if you like hearing us just talk about games we like, that's what we do for the next ten weeks. So, uh, maybe plan a nice little road trip. And uh, enjoy the smooth ASMR sounds of of Jason and the voice changer. So, anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't have anything else to say, and I probably should have stopped talking quite a while ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Let's just wrap this up. I've been Joel. And I'm Jason. Believe it or not. <laughs> and, and keep gaming. Keep gaming.